A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and challenged his authority. So Jesus asked them this question, What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. The father went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I am going, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, The first. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord In the year 2000, to mark the millennium, the Benedictine monks of the Abbey of St. John's in Collegeville decided to do something which had not been done in over 500 years. They commissioned a completely hand-transcribed copy of the Bible. In the traditional style, they're not only transcribing the words of the Bible, but also including artistic illustrations to illuminate the text. Each of the pages, which measures about one by two feet, is made out of sheepskin. A rare Indian ink is used for the calligraphy. The Benedictines said it was their desire to create a Bible with the human touch. Near the end of the project, the Catholic Biblical Association met at the monastery for a presentation on the St. John Bible Project. Father George Smiga, a Catholic scripture scholar from Cleveland, tells the story. One of the scholars at the session asked, What steps have you taken to make sure that in transcribing the words of the Bible, you are doing it accurately? The monk responded, We're following the ancient tradition of copyists. After we finish a page, we count all the syllables on the page, and then count all the syllables on the original page. If the number is the same, it's a strong confirmation that the copying has been correct. Another scholar joined in. Did you find any mistakes? Yes, the monk said. Perhaps the most notable one occurred in the Gospel of Mark. After we had copied the page that included the parable of the sower, we discovered that we had left out an entire line. The questioner continued, Oh, it must have been difficult for you after all that work to throw away that page and start over. The monk responded, We did not start over. What did you do? the questioner asked. The monk took a deep breath. What we did was write the missing line at the bottom of the page in a box, and then drew a little string around the box, placing its end in the beak of a small bird that was flying up the margin of the page and dragging that line back to the place where it should have been written. There was a gasp in the room, and hands went up all around. Why didn't you copy the page over? Was it too expensive? Could you not have raised more money? 
Why did you not make the page right? The monk held up his hands. Friends, he said, you misunderstand the purpose of this project. We wanted to create a Bible with a human touch. Whenever something is human, it always includes mistakes. We wanted our Bible to reflect life. In life, you are not given the chance to erase your mistakes. Your only choice is to admit the mistake and then move on. In our Bible, we wanted to show that even with the mistake, the page remains a work of art. Nadia Bowles-Weber says that grace is when God is a source of wholeness which makes up for my failings. My failings hurt me and others and even the planet, and God's grace to me is that my brokenness is not the final word. It's that God makes beautiful things even out of my own messes. It's God saying, I love the world too much to let your sin define you and be the final word. I am a God who makes all things new. Father Michael Himes makes a distinction between what we say and what we do. Orthodoxy is believing or saying the right words. Orthopraxy is doing the right thing. It's the doing that shapes our identity, not the believing. First, you do the truth, and then you come to understand it. Ultimately, orthopraxy always precedes orthodoxy. Jesus, as we heard in the text from Philippians, is obedient to the Father, even to accepting death, death on a cross. Jesus' own life proves his authority. When his father asks him to work in the vineyard, the first son says no. Yet he does not allow his no to rule his future. He admits his mistake and does the father's will. In the Gospel of Luke, there's also a story about a father with two sons. The younger son takes the inheritance and wastes it all in dissolute living in a distant land. Jesus is actually quoting a story from the book of Genesis about two other brothers, Jacob and Esau. The father is playing the part of the older brother, Esau, whose younger brother, Jacob, has stolen his brother's inheritance. Over the years, Jacob yearned to reconcile with his brother, but he never found the courage. Finally, he decides to go to his brother Esau. In Genesis chapter 33, we read, Then Jacob lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau was coming. Esau ran to meet Jacob and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him, and they wept. Then Jacob speaks the wonderful line that's sung in the musical Les Miserables, To see your face is like seeing the face of God. St. Paul urges us to let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form.
Jesus is the human face of God. If you seek to know who God is, look at Jesus of Nazareth. If you seek to know who Jesus is, He is the one who gives His life to us in the Eucharist. The Eucharist is the great acting out of who Jesus and God is, the one who gives Himself away fully and without reserve. So if you wish to find God, give yourself away.